My name is John C. I'm a food addict, and absence is the most important thing in my life today. Um, so I was thinking what to talk about and talk about tonight. But you guys, most of you guys know practically nothing about my story. And I think I'm trying to impress that no matter how screwed up you think you are and how hopeless you are, there is an opportunity for recovery in these rooms. And maybe my story, uh, my story might uh, help you say, well, God, if he can do it, I can do it. Also, just a reminder, folks, whatever I say, uh, the only thing I'm truly convinced of that I'm abstinent today is from God's grace. That's the only thing I know from certain. I can tell you, oh, I got my, how great my, how disciplined my food program is and all these other things. But I, no matter what I did, what I've done, uh, I, I got in a relapse at one point in time in my life and I felt God's the one that did it for me. So that's what I said. I might say something, something that offends some of you guys or something that it makes no sense. But whatever I say, just remember this and what I say works for me. So what, what, can, what should I say? Well, first, I'll just give you a real quick detail to prove that I've, I earned my seat in any 12-step recovery program. Uh, my top weight was 490 pounds. Uh, I say 490 pounds because that's what the oh, Optifast, the, guy, the, clinic, the guys did. They had scales back then, you know, um, the fancy computer scales. But they only went up to 460 pounds. And I was in, they couldn't weigh me on there. So they sort of embarrassed me. They said, look, we need you to go to a meat, a, a meat packing plant, get weighed there. And I said, okay, I did it. So I went there and they said I was 465. And then I went back over there and they said, well, you've been doing off the face. This is long. So we figure you're 490. Uh, I'm, I'm maintaining a 300 plus weight loss. Uh, my current weight's probably around 166 pounds. Uh, and uh, I give God credit for all of this, because as I said, that's the only thing that makes any sense on me, because I got zero power. So just a little bit about my background. See, my problem was uh, I was a sick little kid and morbid obesity is on my mom's side. There's no question about it. And I was a sick little kid bedridden for uh, six months. And guess what? My mom most definitely fed my addiction. She was a good old Italian, uh, Italian woman, first generation in America. And that's what they did to six when you're sick. They fed you. And boy, she fed me. Guess what? I ate everything she gave me, no matter what. Even if it was crap, I still ate it. I just had to feel, uh, feel this thing. My problem was all my brothers and sisters had the same problem. We all had low self-esteem and all this thing, but they grew out of it. Uh, I was sick. I had crutches for four years, and I guess I used that as a sort of an excuse. Now I was sick. What do you expect? And I never really, I never really grew out of it. I just got progressively worse. And you know, my life growing up was basically hell, uh, hell to be blunt about it. I, and by the way, I came in no way in 90, August of 91. 
actually, uh, actually, Joe, I know you already 25 years. Because uh, guess what? If you were a guy and you lost weight in the OA rooms, I always kept track of you. So even when you were out, I was still thinking of you, Joe. I was wondering how you're doing, what you're doing. And I, said, I, and I always said to myself, he's coming back sooner or later. I just know it because he's done it before. So anyway, here I was, you know, I've done, I, I, I was, I was, I, I, we've done many things to get, uh, many things. I did Optifast. I used that because that was the most crowning success. I've done other things. I went from 490 to 199 in 13 months. I was their superstar. I was getting all positive feedback. And there's a boy, John, you must be really proud of yourself. And this is at the time when they were going to, they were, they were, this clinic was going to close up. And the truth be said, I told, I got honest, first time in my life when anybody in our group, I got honest, this is really, you don't know how bad I feel. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. I had no food program or anything. I still felt like crap, but I said, hey, my excuse in life was, oh, I was morbidly obese. I don't have any more, so what to do? Well, what do you think I did after a bunch of strokes? I put all the weight back on. So here I am, desperate again. What happened? So I was going to go back to Optifast. For whatever reason, don't ask me why, I looked in the yellow pages and it's weight reduction clinic downtown. And I called up and a lady answered the phone. She was a psychologist of sorts. And she says she helps a lot of food addicts. Uh, she was a 12-step therapist. Uh, and uh, she's in LA. And uh, by the way, I knew what, there was something going on in LA because Dear Abby said it. If you know Dear Abby uh, said, said it was all right, it was all right. And, uh, and I said I was going to go back to Optifix. She said, John, that doesn't work. I said, yes, you're right, it does it. Why don't you come? Why don't you come to me and we'll see what, what, what we can do? Well, as I, I was so desperate at that time, I went to her. What happened? Uh, from that day on, basically something changed in me, and, and I figured out I got desperate. I surrendered. First time I ever started being honest with anybody in my life. The first time I said I just gave it up and got desperate. And I, whatever you told me back then, I was willing to do. That's how broken I was. So she came in there and she said, uh, back, back, back around that time in my, in my area, the rehab's really big, powerful in our area. They're all going now. But anyway, she wanted me to go to a place for us, but my insurance wouldn't accept it. She said, John, you better not go there. And she didn't particularly care for uh, Glenn Gay because they were, stealing, they were stealing her patients. She was sent to him and give them to her purpose. And uh, by the way, I'm not breaking any in because all those places are long gone. And uh, so um, I didn't know. I, get, I didn't have a food plan. But the insanity with the food ended. That uh, craziness at nighttime ended. I couldn't figure out what was going on here. So she said, I was working here. What she said to me, John, what I need from you is a commitment that you, uh, I'm gonna make suggestions I need you to do. I expect you to do then. I need you to be honest with me and I'm gonna be honest with you. And if you're not willing to work, 
then you're wasting your your time, your money, and you're wasting my time. I just did it. Whatever she asked, and I did it. Got to go to OA meetings. Free, at least three times a week. Here's a list. Pick out three and commit to them. And I said to myself, I don't know what to expect. I figured you guys would laugh at me. Well, if I laugh at me, because that's what I'm used to back in the day. Because I used to people, oh, there's the whale. And I, I, I really didn't expect. I was petrified. But I went, and it was very, it turned out to be very friendly. And then she put pressure on me. John, get a sponsor. And I, how I handled her for a bit, I said, there's not any male sponsor or woman sponsor. You don't want me to get a woman sponsor, do you? She said, all right. But then finally, this clown, this clown 12 stepped me, and I threw it away using his phone number. And then I, was, as I looked at him. I said to myself, this guy, this guy's a Sharpie. He worked for Glenn Bay. He was making money selling, because he was thin. He was selling all his fatties, uh, fatties, so he can sign up to Glenn Bay. That's what I thought. And so uh, I went to a meeting, a dear friend of mine, she helped me out in the meeting, she said, John, hang around, I want you to hear this guy. He, he used to weigh over 400 pounds like you. And I said, oh, all right. He finally showed up and guess what? Whatever reason I went that Friday night, he was there. And I went up to him after the meeting, I started talking to him, God, it's so hard to get a sponsor, this and that. And he says, well, how come you didn't give me a call? Well, I lost your phone number. He said, John, you're full of shit. You threw it away. He's right. I became my first sponsor. Uh, you know, but back in the day when I first came in, OA was different than it is now in my area. You know, you know, everybody, it seemed like everybody was doing Acorn in OA uh, back in the day. I mean, Glen, Glen Bay. I, I thought they wanted to take over OA in my area because it just seemed so strong. But, you know, but that went south. And so he became my sponsor. And actually, this is what we do. So here I am, this young guy, he's my sponsor. And whatever he told me to do, I did. And back in the day, I, I was in Howe. And if you, any old time, timers, or maybe new timers, they still do it. You had to answer a lot of questions. And that sort of introduced me to, you know, literature and about us being a, a spiritual program. Because, you know, I had to get a book. I had to get the big book. And I'm looking at the big book. Why am I going to read this stupid big book? I'm not an alcoholic. I have zero desire to drink. I wasted any calories on alcohol. I want the real stuff, which is food for me. And uh, I start listening to it. And I start doing it. They're just like me. I just did a different thing. And so, you know, uh, so I had a lot of success when I first came in. I took a little weight off. I had like 12 years back to back. What happened? Well, first, uh, the rehab shut down. When they shut down, a house started to die. Uh, people started dropping out. I was still doing well. But, I, but here's the problem. I was one arrogant you-know-what. I thought I was unique. John C. would never go out. I was invincible, even though I saw all my buddies go out. I, I kept track of all the guys that, uh, that, were, uh, that came in the rooms and what happened to them, especially if you come from big numbers. And the truth be said, the majority of them either left or died from morbid obesity. 
And I figured, I listened to myself, that ain't happened to me. Well, guess what? I got relapsed. Uh, I was blessed that I didn't go up, uh, go up to 400 pounds again. I went up to 260. And, you know, the big lies, well, it could be worse. You know, I only weighed 260, not 490. But what happened was, uh, all of a sudden, the old John C. took over. I had shame, disgust. I got that, and it sort of forced me, and I did a long battle with battle in the in the OA in the OA rooms to get back in recovery. You know, I, I've done you know I've done many 90s. I've done I, you know I've been to a lot of rehab. You know, there's five days intensive, a weekend intensive, and I go in there and be abstinent. I go home like one time on five day intensive in Pittsburgh with a bunch of women. I drove a bunch of women there and I'm on my way home and I said, well, it's late. I got to stop and get dinner. And I got dinner. And what happened? They gave, It was came with dessert. My One of my favorite desserts. I didn't eat it, but I was so pissed off that I didn't eat that. So you know what I did when I got home? I spent a ton of money in a local Wawa store. Uh, try and 7-Eleven store uh, try to make up for not eating it that quick. Uh, so I mean, I went, I went back. You know, I, I got six months. I got it. I mean, I you know, I met, I had a guy from Pittsburgh. I don't know if he's still in, but he did a lot of world service. Uh, he was doing uh, Weight Watchers. Yeah, Weight Watchers, and I I was doing Acorn, and he he said, oh, I understand what you guys do. You weigh measure. But he didn't have a clue what I was doing. I got sick one time, and I used that as an excuse to get something that clearly is not acorn approved while well, I'm sick. And when I did that, when I was dishonest with him, I went back, I went right back into the food. And that was my story. Uh, story. Um, my, uh, I can't. I, 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 I worked another food plan, and I got eight, five minutes. Okay. Well, let's put it this way. I had eight years absence and I got back on the laps. My current absence is three years plus. Uh, I'm at my lowest ever recovery. Uh, just real quick, I want, you know, I've talked a lot about food and recovery that way. Uh, see, here's the deal. I put the food down. Once I put the food down, I have the opportunity. It gives me opportunity to start working other issues in my life. Because I'm abstinent, I'm able to work the steps. Because I'm absent, I, uh, honest with someone about my food, I can do an inventory with someone and be honest and let them know what I, what I did. Uh, you know, I've done uh, I've done a lot of uh, uh, a lot of steps. And let me tell you something, because a lot of times, what always annoys me, people always talk about AA literature that grade sheet grade sheet literature is crap. I mean that. Like, I mean, LA literature is crap. Well, guess what? My first four step was on the, on the OA, uh, OA step book. I used that four step as my format. And I shared and I wrote down, basically it was my shame. Everything I felt bad about, everything. Every dirty little cigarette, I wrote that down. I wasn't going to give it to my sponsor. I was going to my, I gave it to my therapist. She forced me to read it. And what did I get out of it? That that's probably one of the most important things I did in my life was it opened me up. It truly opened me up. It gave me the opportunity to grow. 
uh, to be more honest with people. And that led to a lot of, as I said, a lot of things. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't do that. I can tell you right now, because I couldn't deal with this. Uh, I couldn't deal with this. And that's what I did down the line. I went to, I went to a, uh, I, I was absent. I went to an AA convention one time. And these guys didn't fool around. They're old school. Uh, old, old school. They didn't it like the original people did it. This guy 12 step me. I was pissed off. I said, I'm not alcoholic. I, I wanted to go home. I wanted to get out of here. He asked me to stick around. I did it. And he, 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 he 12 stepped me to do it. I said, was a bad person. You know what? I think God's giving me a little sense of direction. I think God's trying to tell me something. So uh, I did it. It was very intensive. I went to his home meeting, which was an hour and a half away from where I lived. Every Friday night, I bring out my book and he wanted to see my writings. And he would, you know, thought, yep, yep, he asked me a question. I used to joke with him, can I get a golden star once in a while? That's what I used to like to get back as grade school. And he would laugh. And I did it. I did it. I would have done it unless I was abstinent. So, uh, so that's where I come from. I guess I'm pretty close to 20 minutes now. So uh, all I'm going to say is uh, you can't, first things first, I have to deal with the food and I've done this. And that leads to other things like the steps, you know, all other stuff that we need to do to stay at, to stay in recovery. And with that, I'm going to pass.